Chapter Twenty Nine of the Stowmarket Mystery or A Legacy of Hate by Lewis Tracy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Chapter Twenty Nine, Margaret's Secret. At his chambers, Brett found Holden awaiting him with the tidings that Capella had gone to Whitby. The Italian's agents messieurs matcham and smith had evidently ferreted out margaret's whereabouts her husband full of vengeful thoughts and base schemings hastened after her rejoicing in the knowledge that her cousins and miss layton would also be present as i knew exactly where he was going and assumed his object to be a domestic quarrel i did not think it necessary to accompany him until i had first consulted you sir said the imperturbable holden you acted quite rightly wait until the little beast returns to london exclaimed the barrister with some degree of warmth capella's conduct reminded him of a spiteful child which deserved a sound spanking he telegraphed to hume to inform him of the fiery visitor who might be expected at the hotel that evening oddly enough helen david and the reverend mr layton tempted by a marine excursion to scarborough and back left whitby harbour on a local steamer at eleven a m and were timed to return about nine p m margaret was not a good sailor so robert hume fraser remained with her the two going for a protracted stroll along the cliffs during their walk the golden influences of the hour unlocked margaret's heart she was overwhelmed with the consciousness of the wretched mistakes of her life she could not help contrasting the manly gallant outspoken sailor by her side with the miserable foreigner whom she had espoused under the influence of a genuine but too violent passion the knowledge that robert might under happier conditions have been her husband was crushing and terrible there came to her some half-defined resolve to show her cousin how unworthy she was of his affections stopping defiantly at a moment when he casually called her attention to a lovely glimpse of rock-bound sea framed in a deep gorge she said to him robert i have something to tell you i was on the point of telling mr brett the last time i saw him in london but he would not permit it you are my cousin and ought to know my dear girl he cried why this solemnity you give me shivers when you speak in that way pray listen to me robert this is no matter for jesting i am your cousin but only in a sense in the eyes of the law i am a nameless outcast my mother was not alan's mother 
i was born before my father married the lady who treated me as her daughter until her death my mother was an italian who died at my birth and whom my father never married fraser looked at the beautiful woman who addressed these astonishing words to him and amazement incredulity a spasm almost of fear held him dumb it is too true robert i did not know these things until a few short months ago some one i believe told my husband the truth soon after our marriage and it was this discovery that so changed his feelings towards me at first i was utterly unable to explain the awful alteration in his attitude not until i returned to england and settled down at beechcroft did i become aware of the facts surely rita you are romancing no there can be no doubt about it i have seen the proofs proofs how can you be certain who made these statements to you i have been blackmailed bled systematically for large sums of money at first i was beguiled into a correspondence my curiosity was aroused by references to my husband and to my father's will finally i received copies of documents which made matters clear even to my bewildered brain more than that i was sent a memorandum written by my father in which he gave alan all the particulars corroborated by extracts from registers and explaining the reasons which actuated him in framing his will so curiously we were never closely knit together as you know i think now that he regarded me as the living evidence of the folly of his earlier years and perhaps my sensitive nature was quick to detect his hidden feelings may i ask who blackmailed you robert's face grew hard and stern the woman experienced a tumultuous joy as she saw it she had at least one defender that is the hard part of my story she murmured in a voice broken with emotion the correspondence took place with a man named uma a person i never met with at the time and can you believe it robert within the past few days i have good reason to know that he is the murderer of my brother the man who endeavoured to kill both you and david fraser caught her by the shoulder rita he said what has come to you are you hysterical or dreaming oh for pity's sake believe me she moaned mr brett knows it's true what is worse he knows that i know it i cannot bear this terrible secret any longer i went to this man's house in london the other night and boldly charged him with the crime he denied it but i could see the lie and the fear in his eyes 
to avoid a terrible family scandal i came here with you all but i can bear it no longer god help me and pity me he will margaret you have done no wrong that deserves so much suffering for a little while there was silence fraser was only able to whisper gentle and kindly words of consolation he would have given ten years of his life to have the right to take her in his arms and tell her that let the world view her conduct as it would in his eyes she was blameless and lovable but this was denied him she was the wife of another of one who instead of shielding and supporting her was even then engaged in plotting her ruin i nearly went mad she continued at last when i first became acquainted with the truth concerning my parentage with calmer moments came the reflection that after all i was my father's child the sister of ellen and entitled morally if not legally to succeed to the property my wealth has not benefited me robert but at least i have tried to do good to others you have indeed he said tenderly but tell me about this fiend uma you say you saw him then you were in possession of his address yes during the past five months when mr brett first appeared on the scene i feared lest he should discover my secret how could i connect it with the death of my brother the explanation given to me was that the documents were purloined by a servant years ago it was not until the attacks on you and davy and the chance mention he made of some curious marks in a typewritten communication received by mr winter that a horrible suspicion awoke in my mind i had received several typewritten letters mr giro it would appear had not told everything to brett and i compared some of those in london with the description given by davy they corresponded exactly then i resolved to make sure no matter what the risk to myself so i went to a place in kennington the last night we were in town and there i saw uma oh robert he is so like you and davy that at first it seemed to be a romance only you two look honest and brave whereas he has the appearance of a demon fraser looked at his watch brett ought to know all these things at once he said let us walk back to the hotel and wire him perhaps it will be necessary for david and me to return to london immediately why you are safe here why should you incur further risk he could not help looking at her a slight colour suffused her face then he laughed savagely there will be no risk rita 
once let me meet mr uma as man to man and i will teach him a trick or two if only for your sake the law will deal with him for alan's affair he has an odd name it has a japanese ring yet you say he resembles our family margaret of course could only describe him in general terms as they returned to the hotel she explained her strange story in greater detail largely on the lines already known to brett in the office they found a telegram addressed to david but his cousin opened it believing it might be from brett it was and read as follows capella arrives whitby five o'clock i know everything he has to tell you if he becomes offensive boot him robert did not show the message to his cousin he gave her its general purport and added prepare yourself for an ordeal but be brave perhaps your husband is in the hotel now as he must have reached here half an hour ago he had barely uttered the words when mrs capella's maid approached mr capella is here madam she said and awaits you in your sitting-room margaret became if possible a shade whiter what about you robert she whispered me i'm going with you brett's telegram is my authority End of chapter 29